0: everyone, it's Michelle at Divine's purpose. If you are new, welcome. If you're returning, what is happening? So today I feel like we need to really start back at the basics. And I have an amazing goddess and a divine feminine who is super close to me in my journey. And we have connected in a very deep way that has to do with even past lives that we've lived together. And because of that, I am honored
1: to have her on today, talking about her
0: journey. So can you introduce yourself to the people?
1: Hi, Michelle. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having me here. Firstly, it's such a freaking honor. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Equally nervous, but very much more excited. Um, so my name is Karis, and I am from South Africa. And I sort of just came out as a, an intuitive healer and a clairvoyant. and. Um, I'm a divine feminine and I'm also on a twin flame journey and I also have two kids (laughs) so don't make it
0: Amazing, all of that and more. So first and foremost, I have to tell you how proud I am of you because I remember receiving a very big email from you and Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, like I was just very taken back and at this current moment in time, it's my honor to really tell you and whoever's listening that you are starting mission and you have started your own website you have started your own business and you have come such a far way in such a short period of time of really claiming your authenticity and your divinity and i'm just super proud of you i really am
1: thank you thank you so much it honestly means so much um I was actually quite emotional when I was reading back on that email and thinking about the space that I was in. And um, sometimes you don't recognize how big of a shift it is until you look back at where you were. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to honor what you said. Thank you.
0: Of course. And I think it's, I um, want to say it's so important that we showcase two things here. Mm. One, that ascension and awakening is not what you see. On TV or on the gram, it's actually very difficult. And two, to give those who need it inspiration that there is a rainbow after the storm. Yep. And you are the prime example of a divine feminine who has gone through not only this life but life cycles
1: of trauma and you made it through yeah it's literally hell and back and i don't see hell as this external thing where you go to and you die and you go it's something that happens in this life that you create it's the cycle of suffering that you have and you feel trapped and you can't get out of and that's literally where i was when i emailed you it was yeah i know that i explained to you months ago that it was do or die for me i felt like i was going to die i felt very much um like i was suffocating in the life that i had um and i just wanted answers like i had searched for myself and for God in everything every possible avenue because i mean you look at it on instagram and you look at like yoga videos or anything like that and you're like how do i find that peace where is it <laughs> and um i went to church, I went to shamans, I went to sort of every place that I that promised me some sort of nirvana, and it was only really in that moment of breaking <laughs> and um, looking at who I am and where I was and like saying to myself, you know what? It's either I do this, I step back, or I'm going to die, and um, that's what it like. That's what it felt like. Um, and um, at that stage, I had um, my second baby. He was a few months old. <laughs> I was sort of fresh out of postpartum and all of those things. But um, it wasn't just that. It didn't feel like postpartum. It felt. It didn't even feel like. Um, trauma from this life and pressure from this life it literally I felt something say make me so uncomfortable that it was like if you don't move now if you don't step up now like the time is now you have to like it's step in or you go back and then then what oh
0: You know what? You touched on so many different things. One I would have to tell you is that, you know, a lot of people are so overwhelmed with information that they search for everything outside of them in regards to a resolution of what is happening inside. Um, Two, postpartum, my love, is actually a very big spiritual attack that most women don't even know about. So not only that you just had your second baby, Then you're dealing with postpartum that is actually a trigger for the spirituality and Mm -hmm. awakening. Then you're on the floor, literally, really feeling depleted, right? Yeah. And that is literally so many people's story in their own way, of course. And I think it's so important that there is voice for this because at this current moment in time, I know people checking into mental institutes, mm-hmm. um, people who are really contemplating suicide and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So first of all, you know, thank you so much for being open mm-hmm. to speaking this truth. Um, and I do hope that, you know, it does help people out there who need to hear it.
1: I hope so too, because honestly, if someone told me um, how, not dark but how much you have to dig into in terms of this whole awakening and ascension and all of these things um yep. and how much yeah it's it's a lot bigger than you think that it is um yeah. and I did it the wrong way and I'm not, not the wrong way I did it the way that it was supposed to happen but for me initially when I started I started going from the outside in instead of doing it from the inside out And I use this analogy a lot, but it is like getting on an escalator on the wrong direction and trying to work your way up. That's not how it works. It's like 20 times as hard as as it should be. You exert so much more energy. But um, yeah, I felt what you were saying about postpartum as an awakening. Um, In so many cultures, like in the if you look at there's a book called the first 40 days and it's all about honoring the mother for 40 days after she gives birth and making sure that she rests and integrates with this new version of herself Um, when my son was 4 days old he stopped breathing in my arms and we just didn't have a chance to like (laughs) do any of that it was just it was yeah all of that yeah just hectic yeah. just hectic
0: scared fear okay. and I'm sure that awakened a lot more fear within you that you didn't even probably know about because mm-hmm. I know and I'm not going to share details because to be honest with you it's not the world's business mm-hmm. um, and that's just how I like to go I like to protect <laughs> my, my soul femme um, but there was fears that did pop up in that type of nature that probably triggered you even deeper into mm-hmm. depression and um I think I want to start off asking you, yeah. like, when did you know? I obviously you emailed me, but when did you know something was really changing within you?
1: Um. So my spiritual awakening started much earlier, and I ignored it for a long time, um, and. <laughs> it took so many near-death experiences for me to listen (laughs) so it's just Uh easier for you to listen the first time (laughs) um but it started when i was about 13 to 15 and even before that i came into this world very awake and the more that i vocalized um and sort of stepped into my light and I was who I was it was just made clear to me that it's not safe for me to be who I am and that's a belief that I really took to heart and so I hid and made myself as small as I could for as long as I could but if you step into the world of spirit and you have a calling and things are being woken up in you there's only so long that you can suppress who you are and what um you what you're being called to do and who you're called to be um yeah and so i had you know and now that i look back at it i had a car accident twice in the same place and it was the same paramedic that came and my car was upside down both times and it was literally like messages of like pay attention you need to (laughs) and um all of these experiences it's just for you to pay attention um but when i really knew was uh, you know like a volcano that's like ready to blow um yeah you
0: just said exactly what i was about to say i was like you were a volcano (laughs) that is about to rot see this is why (laughs) i love you go ahead sorry
1: so it was like all of these moments um that led up to that space my pregnancy was very much filled with fear and all of these doctors telling me that i can't give birth and then when i did give give birth um it um so i had a lot of repressed sexual um, trauma that i just didn't realize what was going on in my my head at that time and when i gave birth Mm -hmm. to my second son in the hospital and i had all of these medical professionals trying to force my legs open and check me and all of these things that really brought a lot back for me Um, and so instead of my birth going as planned it took 50 hours it was really traumatic Um, and then the whole thing with my son after that and then the whole still trying to be the perfect mother and the wife to everyone else I think there's a moment under all of that pressure that you crack and then it's also the spiritual stuff that you are going through because when you're operating in that frequency and that level of suffering and then shame because of that suffering and also frustration with yourself because you feel like you should be doing better and you need to step up and it's just there was a cracking moment where I felt honestly like I was either going to kill myself or my kids, and I didn't feel like I could trust myself around anyone. I was literally on the floor; I hadn't showered in days. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. look after myself, but I like there was something in me that said to me, "You are going to be fine." There is like um, and I kept saying, "I was like." if there is a teacher, if there is someone that can help me, please. <laughs> and then it was literally that same day. I, was, I remember like within five minutes, I got this ping of this notification that Michelle started following me and we had no followers in common. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then I read one of your readings and I was watching I washing my eldest dirty underpants in the laundry and my whole body started shaking. Um, and you know, if your body has a full body reaction like that, then pay attention. <laughs> and um, pay attention.
0: Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Because you know, first of all, you know, things do come in when you truly do need it. Like, you know, some thing like that that you asked for and within the day something came in to give you light and to give you guidance because that's all it was but it was really for you to find the strength to pick yourself up you know so you know reach out because you did send that email and another thing I want to say too about what you said it's like you're right so many of us started awakening as a teenager and um, we don't know because we're still sleeping and we just think it's nightmares right so we don't know um but this is really good for somebody who does have teenagers like kids Mm -hmm. who are teenagers and have very um similar stories of kids or teens that are depressed or really deep in a hole you know please pay attention to your kids because most likely they're going through something really deep and Mm -hmm. spiritual um but what what made you What made you email me? Because I know you, I know you really well. And I have to tell people, I have to tell people, your email to me was so poetic and so deep. I knew I was talking to someone very special, even though you felt like you were about to go. So what made you pick up yourself and email me?
1: Honestly, I was going to say, I don't know, but I do know there is, I am very strong world and there is, there was something in me. And like, it I know that it was God or my higher self or my soul saying at that point It was like, I'm still, yeah, there's something on the other side of all of this, all of the lifetimes that you've had, it's not equal to nothing. So if you are able to push through, you have the wool, and if you don't feel like you have enough then ask for it and that was that was all that was like it was so soft and so subtle but my whole being had such a strong reaction to it and it was like cool I've tried everything else what 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 is yeah
0: and you've and you've been through a lot of stuff like you know i'll I'll, you know you can share that obviously with your platform when you feel led to about the things that you had to go through with um you know even with like
1: possession
0: or spirits and stuff like that we can i Um, feel
1: quite comfortable to talk about all of it so if you feel good because i feel like
0: perfect i'm going to because i think it's important that people understand that this is not Stuff. This is real life things that so many people don't even talk about because they're so fearful of. But yes, you took the courage. You understand there is something you need to reach out, which is really good. But you know, like you said too, sometimes to know where you're going, you got to look back. I say that a lot too. And to look back in regards to um, those type of energies, what were your experiences?
1: Um, in this life or in.
0: In this life. Let's
1: stick with this life for this episode. Yeah. yeah, Otherwise, this is going to be like a five hour thing. Yeah. Um, Let's just stick
0: with this life right
1: now, my love. So, um, when I was about, um, like, growing up, I've always been told, like, it was made very clear to me that I was different. And then I have a very active imagination. And it's just Kiaras being Kiaras. and, or whatever else but um, when I was about I was in high school and um, I had no idea what an empath was or what anything was that was going on in my head I was taken to church from a very young age my parents are baptists and I live in a very small town very small community Um, so it's either you fit in or you don't and if you don't then you don't belong with everyone else essentially um and i remember that there was a lot of fear around anyone sort of speaking about anything outside of what god jesus and angels were if you are speaking about anything else then you are considered possessed you there's something wrong with you and you need pray and honestly i mean they prayed with me so much and like nothing oh.
0: I just want to clarify yeah. that it's it's a very um, religious base upbringing.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. There was no okay. freedom essentially in terms of like you, yeah. But I mean, I've always been able to connect and been able to see, feel, and yeah, um, being with frequencies, whatever you choose to call it. Um, and when you don't have that understanding and no one's explaining to you what's going on it can firstly feel like you're going crazy um so i i did start communicating to my parents what was going on and first they told they took me to a whole assortment of doctors who told me that one i have epilepsy and it's not the normal epilepsy it was the temporal lobe epilepsy so um what i'm seeing isn't real my brain's making it up and then the other thing oh, and that i'm having seizures and then the other thing was um that I'm severely depressed and it's ADHD and all of these other things. So I was on all of these drugs that really didn't do anything. <laughs> all it did was make me sleepy and numb, but everything that I was still seeing and the things that were still happening, was still happening as you know how it happened. But, um, and then it wasn't until I was like, I, I, I kept saying, you know, I mean, I'm still, <laughs> nothing's helping. And then they took me to this um, psychologist. He was also a pastor, I think, and then um, the whole experience was he sort of said to me he wants to speak to the demons in me and whatever else, and I just said, you know, I, I don't really have any idea what's going on here, but... I just remember, um, I know that there's still a lot of stuff that's like blocked out for me, but I can tell you what I can remember is that he was holding me down and praying for me while my parents were watching. And um, I remember like as a like 13, 14 year old, you sort of look to them for like safety. And I was like, can you help me? Because this is not... um, yeah so that was that happened and I remember like sort of leaving my body after that and just making a decision to say cool it's not safe for me to be who I am I'm completely disconnecting and saying you know what I will try and find a way to fit in because if I don't (laughs) then like in all the other lives where I have been myself I will be killed or I will be on the outside and I really just want to feel loved and safe and that was all so yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm,
0: Just an exhale. Ah, yeah. That's a lot.
1: I don't want to look. I know this conversation is going to be triggering for a lot of people, but you know,
0: and that was a lot. That's a lot. But I think it's important that you share it because people do go through stuff like this as well.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think it's also important that. People understand that if you resonate, that you can also reach out to healers such as yourself and talk and be and be at a space there is safety and understanding, which is most important. Because I'm sure the most important part that you probably really desired then was someone who can understand,
1: just someone who said to me, "You're not going crazy. You're not dying. <laughs> There's nothing wrong exactly. with you." Exactly. You're just awakening. Exactly.
0: Well, the thing is, in some way, there is something wrong because how can I say this in the most gentle way? It's not that it's something wrong. It's probably not the right word, but your soul is not aligned. That yeah. that's why there's something that is really fighting for you to open up your spiritual eyes and see what's going on so it's not like you were vibing in high vibes and you know living with mocha. you went through a lot of hard stuff so it's not like it was right but to have someone to understand it and give you comfort and help is something that's really important in my humble opinion
1: right when michelle and i started working together um she said to me that um i put myself in a coffin and essentially um, just disconnected from that space but um, yeah. there's no shame in wherever you are in your journey and it's just when you're oh I just oh I wanted to tell you um, it's so interesting that we're having this conversation today because there was someone from high school that reached out to me today and she just said when I, we were in high school I didn't believe you when you said that you could connect to all of these things um, but um, it's yeah now yeah i am asking for your help so see how beautiful
0: that is but see that's that's how beautiful it is and unfortunately when we're in a very dark spot with no help and no guidance sometimes you don't see the blessing that is actually going to come in the future and i'm saying that for your past self and now for the person who reached out to you is that you know you had to go through it So you can actually reach the level of being a teacher and a guide to someone else. And look at that.
1: Yeah, You know, sometimes we run away from the pain and we run away from ourselves. And there's only so long that you can do that for. If you ask yourself um, a golden question, which is truly, um, what if my greatest pain is my greatest lesson? What if my greatest amount of discomfort was... The most amount of growth. So, if you can look at it from your soul's perspective, all of the suffering that you've had to go through was there to bring out the light of who you are, essentially. And it's really beautiful when you recognize the purpose and you um, take away the messenger, because sometimes we feel anger and resentment and blame towards the people that we think have put us in that position. Um and um, I know people are going to listen and be like oh parents were terrible and this and that but they were doing the best that they could with what they had I have no anything against them I love them deeply and I respect them and it's the same for the people in your life um, they're just messengers for your awakening um, essentially yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah that's all you know it's it's hard enough and then to still hold on to all of that hatred and anger, anger it's heavy isn't it heavy carrying all of that suffering with you
0: it's so heavy it's so heavy and you know and some people carry it physically some people have like a lot of weight issues mm-hmm. because of it and some people carry it mentally and both are very dangerous and I think it's so important to put light on that because the thing is it's like you know, yeah, our our deepest pain is our also our biggest blessing. But when you're in it, you don't see the blessing. There's no way. And that's why it's so important that you um, understand there's people who can understand that pain and help you come out of it, mm-hmm. except for you doing it alone. Now, another aspect of this is actually putting in the work, which you did. Obviously, you know, you put in the work after you contacted me. And I, I believe that your greatest challenges, as someone who has, mm-hmm. you know, watched you and your greatest challenges was during the times you were working because you had to go back into pain that you probably were trying to hide from when you thought you finished, right? 100%. So can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, because people are like, okay, wow, that's horrible. What she went through was nuts, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, oh, wait, guys, it's not over.
1: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like,
0: now it's time for you to do the work.
1: <laughs> I mean, when was it? Like two, three days ago. It's Friday now, Monday. I went through something massive. And it's like you think that you like when you get through you're like oh I'm done now but you <laughs> it's never done <laughs> it's just um, you know things change when uh-huh. your perspective shifts that's yeah. the my biggest takeaway from all of it because when I was going through it and I was in that space I um, it was like I felt like I was taking two steps forward but then ten steps back um, mm-hmm. like I felt like I only had tastes of what the bliss was or I had tastes of things but then I would sort of step in, back into that dark space but what I've learned yeah. is um with it, my embodiment work is that your emotions and your emotional response you are designed to feel and release things and there's medicine in that the bigger emotions like anger pain resentment blame all of those things are there for you to pay attention to what you need to release or integrate with what shadow you need to sort of and it comes up in a memory you can just sit there and ask yourself what is it that i need to pay attention to and it'll come up either in a memory or a thought and if you listen to that and explore that you go deeper into that but the second that you like integrate with that aspect then there's more shifts that come with that it's not this um it can be very light and love and there's a lot of moments of um peace and i will say to anyone listening that is like oh my god i don't want to do this this shit sounds terrible (laughs) but (laughs) um it is all worth it no one has broken you um the amount of peace that you have on the other side the amount of like it's it's not even the love that all of the ideas that you have of love is nothing compared to what's waiting for you on the other side and um you are not alone there is a whole family waiting for you and if you have the vision and if you are able to see you can really connect to how many guides you have and ascended masters and angels and how many beings are there to support you through this journey. And um, it can be beautiful and it is also really like dark and shitty at some points, but it's all about you honoring where you are. One thing that I didn't have when I went through all of those ups and downs is i really try to force things i didn't see how much in my ego i was and you never do (laughs) um but and i think the ego searches for these contrast experiences like the spiritual junkie thing of you having these big shifts and these and these big things but it's not always like that the biggest shifts for me it happened in the subtle spaces where you constantly work and when you're really gentle with yourself when you have the understanding and of how nothing um that is like your soul doesn't work with force your body doesn't work with force um Even if you think about sex is forced on you, that doesn't feel loving in any way. And when you're forcing growth and all of these things on yourself, it can be really abrasive and take so much longer than what it should. So when you are gentle and compassion and kind um, and patient, those are the seeds for the love and the life that you want at the end of it. So I hope that I answered question
0: <laughs> yeah you did in your own way and i love how you answer things because you go into a deeper layer of um, stories and connection and you know you doing the work is obviously a big part of your ascension as you know anybody has to do work if you desire to have mm-hmm. a six-pack you gotta go to the gym or work out and eat right if you want to be a doctor you gotta go to school and get your phd you know everything takes work in life and the one thing is, I and I don't want this episode to be too long, but I will finish with this. And I, I usually start with this because it's God first with everything. But I think the most important aspect of a spiritual journey and understanding we are spiritual beings living a human experience is that your relationship with God, divine source, should be the most important relationship you have in this world. Can you actually share a little bit about your relationship with
1: God? I had such a... <laughs> like um, a rocky relationship with God. (laughs) Let's just start there. (laughs) I think with my upbringing, I was like, no, this God doesn't feel good to me. Like, he just doesn't seem like he loves me. All of those things. And in my head, I sort of grew up with this idea of this this old man in the sky, (laughs) watching down and waiting to put me in (laughs) hell. But I thought it was, Um, and then...
0: All the brainwashing programs we learned when we were little
1: and um, mm-hmm. then as I went along this journey I found another healer who was like no who, um, and I don't want to like badmouth anyone she helped me with a lot of things as well and I'm grateful for that but um, there was this very um, it wasn't like the God that it was still separated from God in a way um, and that you had to do Understand. all of these rituals and like things that, like, I didn't feel good with them, but I was like, okay, cool, this is still me trying to connect to God, and if I'm gonna connect to him, then I might as well. And, um, the, yeah, yeah, but, um, there was something, there was a click moment for me where it was just listening, just sitting, and, um,
0: I re- I remember that click moment for you, to be honest with you, and it was something that came in when we we're actually on a video chat. But but I want I want people to understand that you know even with your own journey is that your spiritual journey was a lot of um, lack yeah. of faith and trust in God, and it's we all go through it. I, I was yeah. an atheist most of my life because of the stuff that I went through in my childhood, so. I think it's also very important that we understand that that's a really big aspect of a lot of spiritual beings that they have this image of God that's not true. And when you did tap into the God particle within yourself, whenever you felt that mm-hmm. it was finally there, how challenging was it for you to finally open up
1: the worthiness that oh my you are? God. Uh, that took like that took months and I mean in this sp- in the astral realm and in the spiritual space I was standing there meeting with all of these beings and they were like no you're so loved and all of these things but then in the physical life it was like no 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 um I still don't feel like I know God and um for me to really connect I felt um I d- There was a moment of me um it was a lot of fighting against myself it was a lot of i was at war with myself and then suddenly i can't even i need to go back to my journals but um there was a moment where it shifted and then it was quiet and it was um it doesn't matter how much like hurt or whatever you carry in your body when you experience that love it is completely transformational there is nothing in you that can sort of go back and be like no god's not real um it shifts completely it's like your neurons in your brain are wired up in a different way afterwards um and honestly it's like you see colors for the first time it's like your eyes like you were birthed again um yeah i yeah
0: it's like um it's like wizard of oz when the movie is in black and white and all of a
1: sudden it's in color except instead of color it's the love that you've experienced but that you are and that you are going to awaken in other people just by being who you are um But it first starts with you being able to look yourself in the eye and having the courage, having the, this journey is not for these, I'm not going to say it lightly. You need to be brave and you need to have the wool because I promise you there are times where you will be on the floor, you will literally be throwing your lungs up, (laughs) there's physical purging on this journey as well. Uh, But if you know what it, like if that will and that desire for you to know God and to know love and to know peace and acceptance, even if it's not specifically God that you want, if that is strong enough in you, you'll be able to go through any of those things and come through on the other side. Because there is the other side and it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is very beautiful and thank you for sharing that because I think that a lot of people feel neglected, abandoned and or rejected by God. And the biggest understanding is that just that's your human ego. God has always said, you know, you are in my image, but a lot of people don't feel worthy of that and they feel like it's arrogant to say that I am in how God made me, I am God in me. And I think it's arrogant not to claim that because that's the truth. Um, so I think it's really important that we end there because, you know, that is going to be the biggest key to really healing is to understand that you are worthy of your love because God to me represents love. And you're worthy of reaching out and asking for help if you need help, right?
1: We were never meant to do this alone. We were never meant to no. do this alone. And
0: Well, we aren't alone. And that's a physical thing. Separation is a physical illusion that keeps putting um, on us with fear. And, you know, we are all one in unity. So you're right. We're not meant to do it alone because we're not alone.
1: Yep. And um, it takes courage to step up and ask for help. And there are so many people who are willing to help you. Yeah. Um yeah. So, to, yeah, to those that are feeling alone and that are feeling abandoned, like, God is always with yeah. you and always there. It's just yeah. us choosing to, like, I, I use this analogy with Nick where you sort of go through life, except you have, like, your eyes are open, except you're taking your hand and closing your eyes and choosing to go through life like that. And then you're not seeing, exactly. like, the love that is available to you, that is there for you, so... Yeah, I.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: I hope that. Um,
0: but it, it does. It does start within, and you know, the awakening journey is not easy, and it does have its moments. But it's good to hear someone who is in the collective and a divine feminine, and someone who's on the twin flame <laughs> journey, really talking about their journey. Because the thing is, it's like, in my opinion, people don't talk about it enough, and we need to really speak up more about. What has actually occurred and I feel like you're at the prime place for you to speak about it because you have just launched your mission work and it's just physical proof that you can make it through anything so like I just want to say congratulations on your ascension and your awakening and all of the you know all the sacrifice you had to endure to be where you are like I'm just so proud of you
1: thank you Michelle thank you so much honestly like to anyone listening if I could do this anyone can do this so you can I mean if you ever reach out and ask Michelle I have gone through the the emotions of almost like everything on the spectrum of things that you can go through in this space and we yeah. all do when you go on this journey and it's so it's so that you can help yeah. someone when they come to you um yeah so just
0: it's so true and and with that said can you just tell the people your new websites
1: hey so um i've just started offering one-on-one healing sessions and my website is www.selfandmother.com um and but i will we'll put all the Instagram handles there, but it's my Instagram is at Karas Topkin, but yeah, it'll be yeah. there. So just, I wanted to say thank you so much to everyone listening. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for honoring yourself and for honoring me. And Michelle, as you listen to us, as we spoke about this, thank you.
0: Yeah. I, I do feel like it'll help a lot of people because the thing is, it's like, people are really sleeping in their own um nightmares um and their fears and they're not having the proper outlet to really release it and even for you to speak is giving power to thousands and thousands of others to raise up and speak and use their voice um so this is why we're here as divine feminines we are here to honor the divine mother energy and really nurture those who need nurturing and you have two badass divine feminines right here ready to conquer our mission. and uh, you know, for you to be that vulnerable and that raw with your story, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people really grateful for
1: it. It's the first time I've shared it publicly to be honest. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so I hope that it does. I know. I hope I
0: hope you feel good doing so. I hope it relieves something within you um and i thank you again my love i really do appreciate your time and your energy and your honesty
1: and your bravery <laughs> i can
0: continue i'm going to stop
1: <laughs> thank you so much michelle i love you so much thank you so much for being the teacher that i've been asking for for lifetimes upon lifetimes thank you
0: That's my honor. And I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. And um, I will link up everything, obviously, on Instagram. And uh, I do pray and put blessings on your mission as you are here to save a lot of beautiful souls. And it started off with saving yourself. So thank you for saving your soul because you have a very beautiful
1: soul. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't expect to start crying, but now the tap is open and it's not going to
0: stop. we try a little bit and we can take off the recording. So thank you, everyone. We'll be back on shortly.